Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. This is the Stone Genius. This is the Stone Genius Podcast. My name is Ro. Welcome. Um, I'm going to try to stay somewhat calm and zen today, this evening. This is going to be your Friday, 610, the day after, 69. So here's some things. Let's just start out there with 69. So yesterday, Bobby and I did our big 69 Sextacular show. Um, I wasn't happy with it. I do not listen to our shows afterwards. I rarely do. I can tell personally whether it was a good show or a bad show because it does not matter what anyone else says. I'm going to do that, and I can tell. And I do not think listening to it, whatever my feelings would be, I think they would only be hardened, meaning that if I thought it was a bad show and I listened to it, then I would think it was actually even worse than I originally thought. But I thought it was a good show, I might think it was better than what it actually is. So I typically do not listen to the shows, but with yesterday's show, I felt that it was lacking. I don't know why. It was short. I think that had some to do with it. It was... It was one of those things we spend so much time talking about 6 9 Bobby and I, that when we get to the point where we actually need to talk about 6 9 for the show, we found it much, much more difficult. Um, game 5, I've had a couple of episodes, bonus episodes of Talking Tampa Bay Sports. If you're a long-time listener, I mean a super long-time listener, then maybe you're here from those days. When this show was talking Tampa Bay sports with Roe, it transitioned. I've talked about that in the past. I'm not going to talk about it again. So game five, uh, lightning win, three to one. It was a great game. I will say that I thought that the Rangers not greatly, but I would say visibly outperformed the Lightning for most of the game. Unfortunately, typically, you'll really want to do that the entire game. Because if you don't do it for the entire game, whatever that little portion is, no matter if it's a minute or five minutes, whatever that is, it's not going to be good. Um. Just quickly, at the end of the game, there was a scrum. The lightning took care of business there. I wish it wouldn't have happened. Once again, just how I was afraid, and it it, it didn't come to fruition. I was afraid the goal late in the last game, removing the shutout for Vassy, was going to, that could impact the team. I The same way here. If they were to just skate it off the ice, I believe that Rangers would have felt worse. Now they're going to have this like, oh, well, we want to fight them. So I'm glad we've won three straight. We go back to Tampa. Saturday night is game six. I do hope we will win. You know, that would set up a lightning avalanche. That is what people have wanted for three years now. That is the final that people have wanted. And I think that would it will be outstanding. I do. I can't. Uh, yeah, I can. I would already pick uh, Lightning in six. That being said, what else can we talk about on this show? I will tell you that I tried to do this show when I was 35 minutes in. I am crossfaded right now. If you're not aware of crossfading, that is smoking and drinking at the same time. So I am crossfaded, and I am more crossfaded than I thought that I was. I was losing my train of thought way too many times. If that happens again in this show, you will never hear this show. So if you are hearing this show, it means that it did not happen, or at least did not happen to the extent that it did the first time I tried to do this, where I was 35 minutes into the show couldn't remember a single thing I had talked about. It's been a long day. I had to sleep out on the floor with the dog last night. <sighs> Something was wrong with her again. She seems to be doing better tonight, but 
that just because that literally I literally had just mentioned how well she was doing. And honestly, it should have been the That's how I felt. So let's see. Anything else about the game? That's what we need to get back to. So I think the Lightning will win next game. They will go on to Colorado. They will win game one. They will win games one, three, four, six. To take home their third Stanley Cup in a row. That is my guess. But what do I know? I'm just an idiot. I'm not an idiot, but you know what I mean. I'm trying to be humble. Because people say that I'm narcissistic. So, here I am being humble. (laughs) Don't like it. Leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Both literally and figuratively. Uh, anything else I want to talk about? Six ten. What do I have written down? Uh, wrote down. So here's exactly what I wrote down. My post episode notes to myself. I thought the episode would be more of a show. I get that. I did think it would be more of a show. And then the other one, for me, sexually speaking, it was good that this show was short. It was. A little loud Bobby and I time to explore each other's bottom. I was going to... I'm pretty sure that came out as bottoms. I was going to say bodies, but whatever. I'm not going to... doesn't matter. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Exploration was done. I was going to do a Lewis and Clark reference. But decided not to. People would be like, who are Lewis and Clark? I don't know if they can teach that in school. Who Lewis and Clark are. Uh, Let's see. What notes do we have for stuff coming up? Uh, 6-9 was not... Um, part of our Thursday, our June 9th celebration. It was not part of that. Like I say, it has no desire. It's hilarious. The number is hilarious. If we get the number, like when we go to five guys, and it's, it's very, it's actually very odd how often we get 69. And then we'll just sit there. 69. 69, your order's ready. 69. 69. Is it, anyway, are you 69? You're not, no. What number? 72? Okay. Six, six, 69. And then I'll go up and I'll go, what, what number is that? I'll go, oh, oh 69. What number are you? I'll be like, no. They'll be like, 69. And I'm like, I'm sorry, with that number again? They're like, 69. That is me. I think I actually said to a guy, I was like 61 or something. I was like, oh, I hope I'll be 69. And they were dead, so it was going to be a while. It wasn't like, I don't think they anticipated, maybe they. Maybe I'm giving them too much credit. Like they had this much forethought. I don't think that the actual 69, we were in fear that that many people would come in, that my joke 69 and their actual 69 would be in conflict with each other. So whatever my number was, 52, 61. 69? And I'd be like, ah, so I think I screamed it. Cause, and that's just me. So remember, I'm the guy that once got on an airline. It was a Southwest uh, flight, and the attendants there, and I asked her, 
I go, can I say hi? And she just handed me the microphone. So I was able to say hi to everyone. I think I asked for high fives. I think I told people I was giving out high, free high fives. And as I walked down, so that was obviously pre-pandemic because I sure as shit is not touching any of you gross people hands now as we fly somewhere in a metal tube. Let's see. What other notes do I have going on? Um, so yeah, 69 didn't happen. There was a lot of sex things that we did. Uh, very fun sex things, but no 69. There was a 71. Do you know what that is? I would have done that. I guess, I, actually, I'm going to do that on July 1st. I'm going to tell Bobby. And if you're not aware, I believe that's 69 with two fingers in the ass. That'd be a 71. Oh, hold on. But I think that's actually it. I'm, I will have to borrow someone else's phone and do a quick searchy-searchy of that. Um, here's one thing that I had an epiphany about this week. So I do, So when I say that I'm better than other people, it's because I will realize something that is in conflict and I will deal with it. I will not ignore the conflict. I will resolve the conflict. Sometimes it's big stuff. Like I used to be very unconcerned about the national debt. Thinking with, I have lived when we had a balanced budget back in the 90s. Um, you may, as president, have to be getting a blowjob from an intern to be able to balance budget at that time. I don't know if that was part of the deal or part of the magic that made it happen. But my thought is I have been unconcerned. So here's my thing. I used to be, like if you've ever seen a house that is in horrible disrepair. And you're like, how did it ever get to that? Here, I'm going to give a shout out to someone, uh, their YouTube channel. And if you think it, this sounds dumb, I've mentioned it before. Uh, Al Blades with the Z, Al Blades. And his video is he goes and cuts lawns that are out of control for free on his days off. Uh, he does this. You can watch a video that's 30 or 40 minutes long, and I don't know it's the hum of the mower or what, but it's almost mesmerizing. So I was watching one of his shows, and he had mentioned that the these he went and took care of this yard, and it was a fairly big yard. It was super overgrown. And what happens if someone can't pay the $20, $40, $50, $60, whatever the to get that yard mowed or get it kept, the upkeep. If they can't pay the $50 when it's in good condition just to maintain it, then they're not going to be able to pay the $100, $200, $500 to have someone come in and knock it down when it's fully overgrown. And he had mentioned that on the show. And that's when I was like, I get that because I was always like wondering why you would see like an old farmhouse. You'd be driving out and it's like, man, that looked like it would have been a beautiful house at one time. And now it looks like if uh, the next huge gust of wind is going to knock it over. And you would always wonder, how did it get like that? And if someone doesn't have the money to fix the little things, then they're going to become gigantic. So my, my thought would be like, oh, well, we don't have the money to put a new roof on. Well, then let's take out the credit and do it or put on a credit card. What happened if we can't pay that off? Well, let's worry about that when we get to it. What we need to worry about now is a roof because if we don't have a roof and it leaks and then we don't have a place to live. So now we have to move out of our place and how about if we have to move far away to afford something? Now we can't work where we used to. Too many things are involved. So let's do the credit and we will pay that bill when we need to. Well, now I got to take a loan to pay off that loan. 
Okay, I understand that. My feeling was I wasn't going to be around when the deficit was resolved or being brought down in a dramatic fashion. So why should I care about it? I try to be a big proponent for the environment. Even though I'm not going to be around to reap the benefits if we do what we need to to sustain the environment that needs to sustain the human race. And I may have had a lisp at some point and they're saying sustain. So I apologize. But my thought was if... I'm going to care passionately about the environment, even though I'm not going to be here to see the fruits of the labor, the foundation, whatever foundation I can help in some little way set, I'm not going to be around to see that. So if I'm not, why am I so passionate about it when I'm not passionate about the deficit? So here's another thing recently. So the whole Roe versus Wade may get overturned, blah, blah, yada, yada. My complaint was, why should old white men be making decisions about women's bodies? Maybe we should make decisions about our own bodies. So I kept saying... That a, I don't think that an old white man should have input on a woman's body. But the reason I was saying that is because they are pro-life and I am pro-choice. That's why I say that. If it was reversed, I don't think that I would say that. Uh, let's see. What else do I have to talk about? I have notes from some of the stuff we're going to talk about with Bobby, um, Slab City. I wanted to ask her whether she could ever live there. If you don't know what Slab City is, Google it. Look at YouTube videos. Pretty cool. It's near the Salton Sea. Where's the Salton Sea, Roro? Look that up as well. It was the Riviera of California. It was quite the place. It was quite the place, I believe, in the 30s, 40s, 50s, somewhere in there. It is still quite the place now, but for an entirely different reason. Oh, if I didn't finish my point, I'm sorry. I do that all the time. I really apologize. This is why I need someone to rein me in, why I like Bobby here with me. I told her today, again, I wish I could just be with her all the time. That's what makes me happy. And I said, I know, blah, blah, blah. Probably is not what she is dreamt of. But that's all right. So anyway, if an old, if I don't think old white men should be making decisions about a woman's body because they want to be pro-life and limit abortion, then I shouldn't be the one saying this is what we should do. We need to be pro-choice. Because the only reason, because I'm an old white guy, so the only reason I think I have a more valid reason to say that is because of my position, my point of view on the subject. I just also remembered why I am struggling so bad tonight. It is because I also had to take a painkiller because my feet are hurting me greatly. I was going to say killing me, but they are not killing me. There are a lot of things that could kill me. I did think at one point it was going to be my feet, but uh, I don't any longer. Um. My biggest fear is the Lone Star Tick. I don't want to get Alpha Gal. And here's some things. I need to say a part of this to Bobby, too. Uh, although I think she's now listening to every episode, so she's going to hear this. 
Um, I had said a couple things at one point that one, if I got alpha gal, which is when you become allergic to red meat, uh, uh, tick born illness, uh, from the Lone Star tick. Uh, I don't know if there's other ticks, other ways to get it, but that is the most prevalent way. And someone that we knew who has passed, uh, kind of due to this, I had always said that I would, if I got that, I would have limited days left that I would take my own life. Uh, Steve, a friend of ours, ended up, he had it, had it for a year uh, before he just could not go on any longer. And I I had been, and I'm very honest, because I'm like, and in retrospect, because there's no malice, there's no intent, there's no anything, but I I think I probably even said to him, because we went out and, and played some golf together, I was like, yeah, I don't know how you've made it a year because I wouldn't be able to do. And I think I was trying to make him understand how impressed I was. But I had told Bobby, I wouldn't be able to do that. No red meat. I mean, literally, you can't even be the the pots and pans. I mean, this place would have to be, our place would have to be sterilized. You can't go out to eat. You can't, you know, you can't go to, I wouldn't be able to work because I go, if I went into, they order food every day the people that I work with, the smell of it. So it would be devastating. And I had said, you know, that would be it for me. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I can freaking eat green stuff, I guess, for... I mean, I really can't have that much. Even healthy. Best case scenario... Best case scenario, I can't see me past mid-70s. That's 20 years. That's 20 more summers I have. So, eating vegetarian, vegan, whatever it have to be for that amount of time, I would do it. I had also made the comment on either this show or the other show with Bobby. It was probably a crossover show. That if I could go back in time, I would not find her. Actually, I'd find her. I'd watch her from afar. But I would want her to live a life without me. Because I, for as amazing as I am, and don't get me wrong, I am very well aware of how amazing I am. That is a burden on Bobby. And I'm not talking about being amazing. That's There's a lot of minutian shit that goes along with me and somehow she puts up with it so i thought if i went back in time that i just wouldn't i would let her experience something that that without me i thought it, I just, it would be different i mean why would you want to go back and do it over again that's what i said Now I say, I know why I want to go back and do it over again because the last 27 years have been amazing. And I knew that anyway. It's not like I didn't know they were amazing. But part of me was like, why would you want to do the same exact thing over again? So here here you are. If you are a mediocre golfer, I don't think if you're a really bad golfer, this would happen. So mediocre to good golfer. You'll hit a you'll hit a bad shot and you'll drop a ball and go. I'm going to rehit that, whether you get to or not, whether the rules state that you can legally take another shot from that spot again. You're going to do it, and how often you'll hit the same exact shot, you know. And then you go to pick up your ball and they're within two. They've gone two football fields away, but when you get to them, they're both laying within a foot or ten feet of each other. So, because you hit the same thing, because you're do, and that's not what you want. So, rarely, if ever, and I'm, I, I don't want to say never, but I would say rarely does anyone want to, the opportunity for a do-over so they can do things exactly the same way. The 
That being said, I would find her. I would find her three years earlier, too, because by law, actually, I could go five years because Kansas is 16. So I could find her at 16. I would be 23. Yikes, creepy. But So here's another thing. Is that yikes creepy? So say that you can actually time travel. Now we're going down deep rabbit holes. This is how much crossfading with painkillers will do to a boy. Um, so you can go back in time. You can time travel. Is it... So I meet Bobby at 21. She's 21, I'm 28 when we meet. And now we've been together for almost 20... Where are we at? Uh, It was 26 years ago that we met. So we've done 26 full years. This is our 27th year. We're, We're in the process of our 27th year together. This is our 27th summer together. Um, so it seems, I want to say that it seems that it's worked out. And this is going to go back to the point where I never, uh, I don't worry. I don't, I need to write that down. Worry. Um, see, and then I write stuff down and I forget what I was talking about. Ugh, I hate doing that. I don't want to hit pause. Um, Oh, yeah, so if I go back, so I was going to say it seems like we're going to make it, but then you have people that have been Bill and Melinda Gates or whatever, and they were married almost 30 years, and you have all the, you know, you start hearing people. But part of this is my opinion. I'm just going to give my real quick two cents on this. As people meet each other, generally they will fall in lust, whatever, with each other, love with each other, get married, have kids, they will have a dip, then the the kids go out of the house. Then they have a choice to make. Are they still in love, continue on, or are they like, oh, the kids are gone now, I'm at a different spot, whatever, and go their separate ways. And that can go, it just, to me, it just blows me away when people have been together for especially over 20 years and, and break up. I'm just... I don't understand how it can't be worked out. No, I just, there are a lot of things. I just don't get it. So I want to say, so what I'm trying to say is after 20, in our 27th year, I want to say that I, I think that it's going to work out. So if I'm pretty sure that it's going to work out with Bobby, can I meet her when she's 18? Can I meet her when she's 16? Can I meet her when she's 13? Because we've already proved, so time travel is true. So I'm going back to the same timeline. I'm going to insert myself into the same timeline that I'm in. So 100% certain that time travel works. We're 100% certain that I make it at least into my 27th year with Bobby. So when I go back, can I go back and meet her earlier? And people will be like, Oh, well, if she's 13 or 20, that's illegal, but we already know it's going to work out. And I'm going to call this the Scojo effect, Scarjo effect, Scarlett Johansson effect. Meaning, I would always joke that there's a movie called uh, Eight Legged Freaks, one of my favorite movies, just because it's so stupid and entertaining. I don't know, whatever. It was going on in my life when I saw it. I thought it was it was funny, and in it is a teenage, young teenage Scarlett Johansson. Well, now that Scarlett Johansson is X number of year old, I don't know, uh, late twenties, thirties, forty. I don't know how old she is. Whatever that age is, now she's of legal tender legal age. So if I watch her na- back then, if I watch her then, can I go, oh, she's going to grow up to be beautiful. And so I, so that's what I'm calling. So can I go back in time and meet my wife when she's too young? Because I already know it's going to work out. 
So my thought was originally I wasn't going to meet her. Now I definitely, because I couldn't live without her. And I'm selfish. There are a lot of things about me. And most of them probably carry more negative weight than they would positive weight. That being said, I, I don't know. I just, if I could go back. So here's the don't worry. I had to write down a don't worry. Um, it just had to do with, I, I've, I've never been a worrier. I, I have led such a sheltered, blessed um, life. And I'm well aware of it. I get it. When I try to struggle for the worst thing I've ever seen, been involved with, I can't think. There is no traumatic thing that shaped me. I didn't see, you know, I would run into people who they were with their parents when they were killed at a convenience store during a robbery gone wrong or a house fire or so, so all these different things. And I, I led a, a very, very sheltered life. And I am well aware of that. And I've just never worried. Like when, so, Bobby, there's a reason our other show is called The Longest One Night Stand with Bobby and Roe. It's because Bobby and I, we found out that she was pregnant very early on in our relationship, like six weeks into our relationship, somewhere in that neighborhood, maybe even less than that. Um. Sure, she won't mind. I'm sure we, she, she talked about the story before. We just recently started dating within like the last month. She came to see me at work. I worked at a mall till nine o'clock at a video store selling video equipment. She had bad back pains. I go, well, don't you have insurance? She was still on her parents' insurance because she was in college. And she's like, yeah. I go, well, go to the emergency room. That's what it's for. I had to talk her into doing it. I had to go home, take care of my dog. Um, I, so I took her to the emergency room, dropped her off. I was like, I will be right back. I'm going to go. So I went, I don't know how long it was. Not a very long time. Not long enough that I could have ever prepared myself for what I would encounter when I get back. So I get back to the hospital. I go in and I go, I am looking for, I always terms her my friend, my friend, Bobby Lochner. And they were like, uh, Oh, well, she's not in the emergency room anymore. They, they've admitted her and transferred her. I'm like, oh, is she all right? Where is she at? Can I go see her? And they're like, yes, yeah, she's in the maternity ward. And I was like, I'm sorry, say what? And they were like, oh, yeah, she's in the maternity ward. And I'm trying to remember. I do think I sat down. I don't think I ever contemplated leaving or anything like that. I do think I sat down. And was kind of like, okay. And then I went down there because we'd only known each other for a month. Now, I had told my roommate the day after I met her and taken her home one night stand thing going on. Um, we didn't have sex. I just went down on her that first night. But as Megan says, uh, he had a lot of fun if he eat at night one. So... We we were still new in the relationship and things like that. So our relationship um, just started. I never I never worried. Like I I never even thought maybe this girl doesn't want to have a baby with me. So here's the thing for anyone that knew me up to the day I met Bobby. They would have said I am not husband material. I am not father material. And at 27 years, Bobby and the kids may agree to that. I don't think they do, but they probably would. And I remember one of the minister of the church that I used to go to didn't think we should get married. But I think that it had more to do, so we talked to them, there was like pre-marriage counseling and stuff, so we ended up getting married somewhere else at her church down in Wichita. And... I think that it, the this his decision was based more on knowing me 
as I grew up. Because he knew me from a youngster to 28. He knew me at least 20 years. And how I was... You know, if you saw me with people, you'd be like, there's no way that person's going to settle down with one person. And so I, I get that. But we were able to do it. Whatever... Whatever the universe wanted from me, I have to be with Bobby for that to happen. So we're 100% sure on that. I never worried. I ne- And here's another thing. Until, the, until just a second ago, I never even uttered that. I never even thought about that. Because more of the ones that I was thinking about is uh, Trinity was born six and a half weeks early, something like that. She was due June 10th, which oddly today, this is June 10th. This would have been Trinity's original due date. So, but they were born on May 1st. So they were a little early, five and a half, six weeks, something like that, early. Uh, They were in NICU, came home on Mother's Day, which I think was three weeks. I never want... Like, Bobby going into labor, I remember that I came home from work. And we, we joke about this. Is It used to be Bobby would do the housework, the indoor. I would do the, the outdoor work. I mean, I would do some of the indoor work. But that, that was basically, that was a guideline. It was outdoors. It was probably delegated to me first. Uh, and she would do the in, indoor stuff. So only once... To that time, had she ever taken the initiative to decide to mow? And it was the day prior to her going into labor. So she mowed on a Sunday. Monday, I come home. And I don't, I work close, so I probably was just coming home anyway. And I remember coming in. This is back in 2001. This is tethered phone. So you were, I mean, it's a cordless phone, but you were still near the base. So you were. And it could have been a corded phone. I remember she's sitting on the bedroom in our house. And I go, and just sitting there with the phone up for a long time, doing a lot of stuff. I go, who are you on the phone with? Because no words were saying. And Bobby's like, I- I'm on hold with Dr. Kaler's office. And I was like, why? What's going on? She goes, well, I'm in labor. She goes, I think I'm in labor. Or I think I'm having contractions. That was it. I think I'm having contractions. And I was like, well, how far apart are they? She goes, about a minute and a half. I'm like, what the fudge sickles? So, yes. So, as soon as they got on the phone, we immediately went. And I remember calling work and saying, hey, I'm not coming back from lunch. They go, is everything all right? I go, I guess Bobby's having a baby today. So, yeah. And, you know, and that's the thing. I So, here's another thing. Maybe not everyone once needs to take maternity, paternity leave off afterwards. Should it be something that is an option? Yes. Because in our instance with with Trinity, someone needed to feed them every four hours. And the hospital could have done it, but they did suggest that because we're the parents to bond and things like that, that we should do that. So every eight hours, we are doing that. So they had to be fed every four hours, Trinity did. So we would alternate. Bobby would go like at midnight and 8 a.m. and uh, 4 p.m. And I would go at 4 a.m., noon and 8 p.m., whatever. I I don't know if that math's correct. Whatever the, if I don't know if that clock, I'm trying to do it in my head and I'm cross-faded. So whatever, if that worked out. Um, so we were very tired for three weeks. I mean, that was going around the clock. We were exhausted. Never been so tired before in my life or since probably. Uh, that would have been nice to know. But I never worried when Bobby went. I was never I was never worried that nothing. I, I just, I didn't worry about it. When I transferred to... Uh, back to Tampa when I was a trainer with Sprint. I left Kansas City, and Morgan was in third grade. So we were going to let Morgan finish third grade. So I left in the beginning of January, and they were going to come down in the summertime. So Bobby, I would come home about every other weekend 
or come home for three or four days, fly in. And so, Bobby, I I would like to say that I helped a little. And honestly, I probably didn't because I don't remember it doing any of it. So I probably didn't. But Bobby packed the entire house because we're moving to Florida. So why wouldn't you pack the entire house? And then at the last moment, I decided let's not move to Florida and took another job here. So we ended up moving like two miles away because I was like, the house is already packed. Let's just move. So we ended up doing that. But I never once thought while I was in Florida for seven months, seeing my wife maybe two to four days a month for seven months. So I basically, for seven months, I and it wasn't it was six months because they came down the beginning of July. So it was six full months. It was January through the end of June. So like twenty. So let's say one of those six months I spent with her. So it was basically like I was gone in totality for five months. Never once was I worried about me accidentally running into someone else, meeting someone else. I never once thought, oh, well, I'm not around. How about if Bobby? And it's funny because when I say that, Bobby's like, I had two small kids. Who am I going to meet? And that is a point, but... Thanks. So I mean, I get that, but there are people that have small kids that still have affairs and stuff like that. So it could have happened. You may not think that it it would have happened or whatever. And I even said at this point, and I have said this story before, that I believe that whatever the higher power is out there, I call it God. I was raised uh, Christian, Protestant, so. The Christian God and the Jesus is kind of how I am, but I, I'm pretty much open to if someone said it's an alien named Joe, then so be it. It's an alien named Joe. That being said, the way that I was raised, um, I just know that... the. With Bobby, I know there's something out there. There's no way I meet Bobby and that she stays with me if there's not a God out there. There's no way that I'm protected like a force field from all the stupid decisions that I make in life without there a, a higher God. So when the trainers and we would have trainings and meetings and things and, and, and get-togethers regionally and stuff. So when I, I moved down to Tampa, I was based out of the southeast. Uh, uh, so that's where most of the people, the trainers, and, the, and most, and there were like five or six, and we would talk, and most of them were male. Many of them, well, I can't remember whether they were single or not, but whether they were or not, they would often talk about the beautiful women that they had in their training classes. Oh, you want to believe that? Blah, blah. And I would always be like, I have, I've, I've never had a single girl that I would consider a five or better. Not that that's how I'm like, oh, but I, no one ever walked in. I'm like, wow, that, that is stunning. Like when I saw Bobby, I always say, I saw her and I know she was standing under light, but it was like a halo. Never once. There's no halos going on. There is no nothing. The the closest there was to being someone, and it was funny, it was in Jacksonville. So in Jacksonville, so these offices were all secured. So you had to be buzzed in. So so these people would need to call into the training office, and then I would usually go open the door and allow it into the building. And I'm walking in the the Jacksonville office that we had. It was an all-glass Front. So when you're walking, you could see the person. Some of the offices, like my Tampa office, it was a door. There wasn't even a video camera. So you had to you had to open the locked door to see who was out there. So I just am glad there was never someone with bad intentions. But anyway, I started walking up and there's this tall girl there, and she's uh She's wearing this short sleeve shirt and I like a, a tank top thing. And I start looking. I'm trying to figure out her arms. And then I look up and she smiles and she's missing a couple of teeth. No big deal. Just 
these people were being hired to be in the retail store, which is customer forward, customer facing. Um, I was just taken aback. I'm not saying that they couldn't do the job. That is not, they're missing teeth. I'm just going to say it. I was not, that's not what I was preferred for. And then when I got closer, her arms were all scarred. So one of the things that I usually do in my classes, I would, I would go while I had them for two weeks. I would generally, every time we'd come back from a break or something, I'd go around, hey, tell us something new about yourself that, so we can learn stuff about you. And I'd give them, say, hey, if you could have any car on the face of the planet, what would be? Real briefly, why? Uh, McLaren, they go fast. Cool. Uh, Jeep, because they, they're awesome. Cool. So we'd go around and do stuff like that. And so I was like, tell us something about yourself that by looking at you, we may not know. I would always use, because I'm never shy to tell people that I'm smarter than them, I would be, I'm a certified card-carrying genius. Sometimes I'd pull out the card or whatever, and I'd be, I'd be like, over these next two weeks, you'll be like, I think he was lying, but it is true. And so we'd laugh and everything. And then we'd go around and people would give the interesting answers like, well, I have an identical twin sister. And I'd be like, oh, wow. I mean, are you going to send them in one day? You know, just like so you'd go around and do this. And we get to this person with the scars on the arm and the the teeth that were missing. And they told us that they used to be a call girl in Las Vegas who was addicted to heroin. And that's why all the scars on their arm. Now, I will tell you this. I was very, I was, for someone to be like that, I very much, I'm trying to look for the right word. It's not appreciated, but I I am appreciative of their honesty and their uh, directness because it is, that's, that's why I always say I don't get offended. I don't get upset about things because it's either one of two things. It's either not true, don't get upset, or it is true, don't get upset. I mean, the only reason I'm going to get upset about something if it's true is because my pride's been pinched or something like that. And I don't want it to be like that. Um, anywho, anyhow, anyway, I just never worried. I was away from Bobby. I don't know... You know, I didn't even know till recently that she said how jealous she was, which I'm sure wouldn't have cha- wouldn't change my behavior knowing that because I even know it now because I still walk around naked a lot and make comments and stuff like that. So I know that I don't make it any easier on her. Uh, I do think she is very well aware of how stupid I am. I know I'm a genius how stupid I am, and I'm probably just too stupid to be. You know, I just say stuff, and some people are like, why are you saying that? Because there's, I mean, there's nothing, because I'm just, whatever. I don't worry. I am very blessed. There's something, there's a force field around me. That's why maybe it's a simulation. And maybe that's why my life is so not bad. And like someone who we think, like maybe a friend of mine who, um, uh, Steve's uh, widow. You know, some people may think, oh, that, well, if it's a simulation, then maybe in their simulation, something happened to Bobby. She got alpha gal, or I got alpha gal. You know what I mean? That it's that this is my simulation, so it's not that bad, and other people are going to have it worse or better or whatever the case may be. I just have never really, I don't worry. I don't. When the kids are gone, Trinity is in Chicago. I love Chicago. I don't think I could, I don't know if I could live there. There would have to be a lot of, not guidelines. There would have to be a lot of, things to fall into place for me to live there. I, I, yeah. Fearless. Trinity is fearless. Both of our kids are fearless. I, I think I've talked about Mo again, or previously about traveling to South Africa by yourself. I mean, I would probably have some anxiety 
traveling overseas by myself as a, and I'm, you know, mid fifties male. And she was a 19, 20 year old female American traveling by herself. And I just don't worry. I don't worry about Trinity in Chicago. I can't worry about, and that's the whole thing that kills me about this dog is that I try not, I can't worry about things that I can't control, but yet here I am with a dog, and that's exactly the stuff that I freak out and worry about. Let's see what else we got to talk about. Um, Doomsday Preppers, we'll talk about them coming up. Uh, Slab City. If you don't know what Slab City is, look it up. It's pretty cool. I'm going to ask Bobby if she could ever. Uh, live there. Um, oh, is it Plenity? There's a weight loss drug. I think it's called Plenity. P-L-E-N-I-T-Y. Because that's what I wrote down. Plenity, a weight loss drug. And I always love with these weight loss drugs that they need to be combined with diet and exercise. So how about not take the drug and just do the diet and exercise? I had to talk about this with someone today. So I will post a picture this weekend. Bobby and I have talked about it. Uh, I think we talked about it last night's show that I have a Speedo coming. Uh, tanning purposes, probably just worth the first two, three, ten times I go to the pool just to get that tan going on, and then I'll go back to my board type shorts. But I do want if I could be if I could have a tan nude, I would. I don't think I finished. I don't. So this may have been on the show that I can't because I already did a show, and then I was like, "That's not good enough." But the nude beach. I don't know if I talked about that on this one. Well, if I did, I may talk about it again. I don't think I did. Someone talked about, where's because I was talking about my swimsuit, and someone's like, so they talked about them going on a cruise. And I apologize. If you've made it to 52 minutes, and this is the second time I've told this story, I apologize, but that's how freaking high I am right now, and drunk. Um, but they were talking about how on the cruise they went, and there was a nudist beach, and they said, how come it's always the people you don't want to see that love going to the nudist beach. And that is the problem. Because they said, how come it's the people you don't want to see? You shouldn't be wanting to see anyone naked. They are not doing that for you. Now, OnlyFans, they are doing that for you. Nudist beach, they are not doing that for you. When I want to be nude, I'm not doing that for you. If I wanted to go outside and take the trash out and walk out to the trash, just put shoes on and walk out naked, I wouldn't do that because I'm not, I don't want people to go, oh, look, Rose taking the trash out naked again. You don't have to look. Why would you, why would it matter? Would you, if you don't normally look when I'm taking the trash out, don't look when I'm taking it out when I'm naked. I'm not doing it. And I just thought that was a, a strange comment because. Not really strange, but but it does point to the fact that people are like, well, I don't want to look at them. Then don't look at them. That's the whole point. So this will probably be the last year. I keep wondering whether I'm going to be able to give up. Not caring what I look like, but caring about working out enough. I don't have a dad bob right now. Six foot five, 170 pounds. I think so. I haven't weighed myself. I have gained some weight this week. Uh, the strain that I've been eat, or eating, the strain that I've been smoking uh, has given me the munchies. I will tell you the munchies that it has given me uh, Krispy Kreme glazed crullers. Hey, you do what you got to do. Uh, I had dropped down to 160 once I went back to work last week at 6.5. Uh, back up, I believe I'm 170. If I had to guess, I will weigh myself in the morning to find out for sure. But 
Generally, I am pretty good about guessing that stuff, so I'm guessing I'm around there. So I'm fine with my weight. Um, I don't, and I've always been, I've never had, the only thing I've had to worry about is being underweight, forgetting to eat enough to keep the weight on. So I don't know whether I would be able to to not let myself go, but just not like, I don't know. Because it does get harder and harder. So one of the con- the conversations that I have when we're talking today, because people will ask me, well, how do you work out? How do you keep in shape like that? And I'm not saying this to be a dick. I do understand how it comes off. But the, it, it it's because of how you want to perceive it. My Generally, I say, well, I didn't start where you would be starting. Just meaning that whatever age, and most of the people that I work with are considerably younger than me. So if they're 25 and they're, say they have an extra 20 pounds on. I have, I've never had an extra 20 pounds. I've been 20 pounds heavier than I am now, but that was, that was, that was workout weights. That was uh, training weight and whatever you want to call it. So I have been heavier. I've been up to almost 210. 208's the, I think I was a little bit heavier than 208. 208's the, the heaviest I ever saw myself self tip a scale. So when I hit 160.8 last week's, so what is that, 48, almost 50 pounds lighter, that's different, hugely different. Uh, I remember Bobby when I was gaining weight when I was bulking up. I remember one time I was mounting her, and uh, she had said that. She's like, wow, I can really feel the added weight. And I don't think she was talking about my penis, because I don't think I gained it there. It probably actually looked smaller. I'm, ass- I'm assuming it did. If you if I'm if you're 50 pounds heavier, even though my tall frame, st- I still look thin at 208. Well, eh, not thin. Um, I always say this: I did not work out or eat the diet that Aquaman did. But if you want to picture body, Aquaman was or uh, Jason Momoa was six four two ten when he did Aquaman. I was six five two oh eight. So, size-wise, we were roughly the same. And I was working out. I do have some pictures back of it. It's so funny. I look at them now because the only way to describe it is thick. Because I was, everything that I'm wearing covers up. Like, you can see, like, it's in golf shirts. You see my forearms. And even my forearms look kind of Popeye. They look, I just look thick. Um, But I didn't start, I've never been... Overweight. And so, and I am saying that, and I am being serious about that, and I'm not trying to be mean about that, but I did not start where they are starting. So they already have it more difficult than I did. Uh, I have a lot of benefits too. Many of these people, and not all of them that we talk about weight, but many of them, will talk about how hungry they are. When we talk about preppers, I'm going to talk about this at one point, That, uh, or I will talk about this, is how often I hear people now. Like at 11 o'clock in the morning, You so one thing I, we used to always try to teach our kids was not to use the word starving. They don't know what it means to be starving. They may be very hungry, and you can say, I am super hungry. I have never been this hungry before. I'm fine with those phrases. You're not starving. So we would say things like, so we wouldn't allow them to uh, say things like that. And because of that, well, so we would never let that. What I was going to say is that a lot of these people that I, I'm around, they'll say that they're starving like at 11. They'll, they'll have to order. It's like, it's not even noon. And so I tell people now, I am using the term that I intermittent fast because that is all the rage now. That's what they say. 
I don't. I mean, I do, but I don't. I don't do it purposefully. I do not do it consciously. I am not doing a a fast like I can only eat between, uh, say, noon and eight. So that'd be a sixteen-hour fast. So you're fasting from eight p.m. till noon. So that's your sixteen-hour fast. So that would be a type of fast. I don't know how people when they do intermittent fasting. I don't know. So here's the deal with me: why I call it intermittent fasting, and why I say I created it is because I forget to eat. I have pictures. Bobby would leave me notes. Don't forget to eat. She would call me when she'd go out of town. You need to eat. When I was out of town, you need to eat. Have you eaten today? Because I literally would forget. Sometimes if I rem- what would happen is I would remember. Bobby's an amazing cook. So like when we when we with a family and everything, we would eat together every night at home. Like if I would forget to eat at normal time, then I might be like, "Oh, I'll go grab something to eat at three. and then I'm like, "Well, we're gonna eat at five thirty. So then I just wouldn't eat. So I'd eat one. So I would say uh, probably at least seventy five percent of the days that I have lived. And at fifty five, well, let's just I'm gonna ask my phone real quick, I think. No, I'm not. Hold on, I am, but I'm gonna mute this. And actually, you would be able to go back. Wow. I'm glad I looked that up. I'm almost, I'm almost 20,000 days old. Wow. Oh, man. That's going to be like July. Ooh. That's going to be cool. So I'm almost 20,000 days old. Um, I would say 75% of those days, I have, I have eaten one meal or less. And there are days where, are there are times where I'll go two or three days without eating food. And often it's just because I forget. I'm doing stuff and then by the time, I just, that's, it's not a priority. It never has been a priority for me. And I see people... So my challenge is to keep weight. I, I see people, I used to work for a guy, the owner of the company, this guy named Brandon. Man, he would try everything. It was shot. Anything he would could do to not have to work out or watch his diet, he would do it. It didn't matter what it was. Get shots, I'll do it. Uh, there was something like a cinnamon cleanse where all they were doing Drinking was like cayenne pepper juice or something, and then I don't know. I mean, just I'm just like it seems like it would just be easier to work out more and eat less. It just seems like that would be a lot easier remedy, but it never was. And lazy is. I remember I used to like to walk golf courses, playing golf, and then walk and push my bags or whatever, or push my bag or whatever. He wouldn't even play if it was cart path only, which often if it's cart path only, you can walk more than just walking by yourself. But still, that's the whole point. So if it rained, that'd be cart path only. Wouldn't even do that. Um, but you can't start. It's very hard. And it, the, one of the comments that I made was... And I wasn't trying to be mean. And I tell them this. Please just understand that I am just pointing stuff out. Like, uh, so my question was, can I ask, are you, do you consider yourself overweight? Because I wanted to see what they considered themselves. And they go, yeah, I would say I'm overweight. I go, how much? And they go, about 20 pounds. I go, so you're already starting at a place that's different than me. And I ask them how old they were. And they were 23. And I go, so you're 23 and you're 20 pounds overweight. I go, what led you to be 20 pounds overweight at 23? I don't know. You know, when I went to college, blah, blah, yada, yada. Okay, so that did it. So there has not been something that was enough of a catalyst to make you want to desire to get back in shape. 
And I go, what do you think that'll be? And they go, well, if I meet the right person. I go, so you think a person is going to want you make you get in shape? I go, because remember, you've already met the person. So I'm not assuming that you met them, said, oh, I'm going to need uh, six months to shred and then bulk so that I can ask this person out on a date. You probably, if you like this person, then you probably already maybe ask them out and they said yes. And if that's the case, then why would you need to get in shape after they've already said yes to you, the shape that you're in? So then what is going to be the catalyst at some point? Why do you think when you get to your 30s, 40s, or 50s that all of a sudden there's going to be something that says, yes, now is the time that I'm going to be in shape, that I need to be in shape? Because you have now just to pick the point where it's going to be increasingly difficult to be get in shape and to stay in shape. It is. I mean... And I don't eat a lot. If I had a normal appetite, I could not even imagine the difficulties of having to maintain a good weight. So I, so when if I say something about someone's weight, typically it's because, A, I know that will be a trigger for them and I can get them off kilter. If you get them off kilter, you now are in control of that conversation. I know, manipulative, whatever. I don't deny it. I'm just saying I'm not going to let someone to me, talk to me, push me. I'm going to be, because so often I see someone, like the where I work, some of the younger guys decided they were going to do a weight loss thing, you know, a 30-day weight loss thing. I ask who won. They go, oh, most of them even forgot they were in it. So it sounds great. Hey, let's talk about this. But then when you actually have to do it. Um, anyway, I don't know how I got on that from don't worry. But anyway, I've never been a worrier. What else do we have coming up? Um, that's about it, I think. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to come up with something good for next week. I don't know if I can do five shows next week. I know I did seven this week. With hockey, I'll be able to do some shows. I do know I will have my coworker Ranger fan on again. I will talk to him tomorrow, um, today, after, uh, just to see. I haven't talked to him post-game five, so see how they feel. I know that they will be in it because they're analytical. and Ugh, hate that. Objective, not subjective. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, I ran this one past... Um, an hour. And now that I'm looking at it, yesterday I wanted to run it for 69 minutes, an hour and nine minutes, and that's probably where this is going to end up today. So I'm going to do, we did a 69 show, sextacular show yesterday, and then today we're going to do a 69-minute episode. I hope everyone has a great weekend. I will try to post pictures of me and my Speedo. It is amazing. And I will tell you, I ordered it. And my waist is shrunk so small. I ordered a 32-inch waist. And the waist was all right. But And Bobby's like, it doesn't look bad. And then I shook a little. And one of my balls shot out the side. I was like, I think it's a little loose there. So I had to order my new one. Should be in tomorrow. So uh, two things. I'll try to get pictures of the new one up tomorrow and the one that I return. Maybe you'll get the Speedo that I tried on where my ball shot out the side. So lucky you. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, we're coming up on 69 minutes. I feel that's an appropriate way or appropriate place to stop. So I appreciate you all listening. I'm Ro. I'm the Stone Genius. Thanks for listening.